0: Previously on the Simply Human Podcast. Without
1: any hesitation, she like hit me on the arm and was like, quit farting all the time. (laughs) (laughs) It's episode 47 of the Simply Human Podcast with your hosts, Mark and Rick, two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's <laughs> show, it is Sarah Fergoso's husband, Dr. John Fergoso, a chiropractor and active release techniques provider specializing in sports injury and rehabilitation. Then it's another moderately funny edition of a Humans Being Human segment with a friend of mine, an entrepreneur, who we'll just call Toby. And we'll wrap up with our Simply Human tip. Uh, week. How are you, <laughs>
2: We have the giggles.
1: <laughs> so, so minutes just ago, had, just
3: had a major, major false start. We, yeah, <laughs> we so recording me.
1: I was I was doing the intro it, minutes ago, and I was, said,
3: th- "Wasn't yeah, that wasn't well thought out." Yeah, in the way he said it, I the said, way he phrased it, and <laughs> just
1: <laughs> it was. It would have been one of the most obscene things ever said. <laughs>
3: it would have been a complete disaster of like mispeaks, oh. and uh so that's why mark and i have the giggles oh, I'm, I'm good mark how are you
1: uh, I, i'm good uh, you, uh, just let's just uh, before we forget because we always forget do you have the reviews pulled up
3: oh yeah give me like two seconds here okay.
1: let me scroll back and then i've there. got a couple of things uh you know speaking of like show promotion i this afternoon i'm going to the united states Postal service, post office, whatever you say. USPS That's how office. you say it. Post yeah. office. And <laughs> it's this the, weird uh, thing. Mailman yeah. headquarters. Uh. I'm going to mailman headquarters.
3: <laughs> and I am shit It's sh- like carved out, into like an active <laughs> volcano. <laughs> like a bad guy from Bond. The uh, The mailman headquarters.
1: I'm sending two shirts. To Germany and two shirts to Sweden.
3: <laughs> well, well. So
1: pretty sweet. So my my two friends, uh, one in Sweden, one in Germany. Obviously, uh, very thankful for it. One of the, one of them, I offered to like split shipping with him, and he was like, no. He's like, I-, I I got it. Like he's like, your your show has helped me. Blah blah blah. And it's like, man, wow. okay, awesome. So so we are worldwide. Yo. We should
3: rename the show Prestige Worldwide.
1: Yeah. In, instead of simp, uh, the Simple Human Podcast. Simple Nutrition, Fitness, Wellness, Hellness. said Hellness. Hellness. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. Read All the reviews. After we die, yeah. was... <laughs> you have the reviews?
3: My antique phone is taking forever to pull them it's up. Still so, not uh, up. We'll get to them in a second.
1: Ah, Lee, what kind of phone do you have? Okay. So, um, so T shirts. And actually, it's funny. You know, I don't just have like. An unlimited supply of t-shirts I, I sometimes quite literally only have like one small in this color and so these poor guys are like emailing me yeah i'll take one of this size and one this color and that size and i'm like well here's the thing yeah here, here's all the shirts that i have like take a picture and send it to them it's like what just pick your shirt whatever you want like it's, <laughs> it's
3: like a like a booth at the uh, yeah, exactly. flea market.
1: Yeah, it's so small scale that I'm these poor guys. And then I had to like email one because the other one picked one of the shirts, and I was like, Oh, the, the purple one on the bottom right's been sold. Sorry. <laughs> it's like the most unprofe- <laughs> can take another
3: picture, yeah, like, updated picture.
1: It's like the most unprofessional thing of all time.
3: Is this going to be one of those things where like you have a hook? I know because because I know you said you told me our hookup with the shirts. Like uh, someone orders one and you can order one from her, or does it like have to be like bulk orders and stuff?
1: No, no, yeah. So I like, I I have simply human kids shirts which I just posted on the Facebook page and if you go to simplyhumanlifestyle.com dot slash shop, uh, there's some information and it's really just like I set up a PayPal button for the yellow shirts and at least for these other ones I'm just like you just email me I, and I'll send you pictures of my inventory it's it's like eight <laughs> shirts so but they're they're selling like hotcakes like I'm already out I ordered a bunch more and I'm already almost out of them because uh, I'm selling a lot of them locally. appreciate the irony
3: of uh? Selling like hotcakes, like on a particular show, like ours, it feels the way we do about hotcakes.
1: Pun was not intended, but uh, it, it could be intended. So, is it, are the reviews up yet? Good grief! Yes,
3: I, I have the, I have them now. I was waiting okay. for you to stop talking. Okay, go. Uh, we have three new reviews. One from Whack Attack, which I'm assuming is uh, the Tim Wacker family. Yes. but uh, also from R. Hooper seventy seven. Thank you for your good review and for Mitch four 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 five I have thank a, you for is your that a, reviews. Is that, everyone if you'd like to see what people said about the show Ooh. you should go to the iTunes page and look at them and while you're there uh, just maybe make a review for yourself
1: and you know uh, we had a lot of if you if you read through the reviews there's sort of like a, a time period where people are writing poop and butt and then that kind of goes away <laughs> so let's br- yes. let's bring that back Rick had a poop and butt uh, iTunes drive he said just leave us a, a review <laughs> and just say either poop or butt <laughs> And some, some people were doing that. So feel free to do that as well.
3: By the way, something funny. Uh, I have a six-year-old or three-year-old, everyone knows. And uh, the three-year-old now thinks like the greatest insult in the world is to walk up to someone, just anyone, and go, you farting. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> and he was doing that all day today. So, Just
1: you farting?
3: You farting. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I know I am. Geez, why don't you relax. Okay. You're, like,
1: You're using the wrong uh, tense there, but whatever. Nice grammar, idiot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I have, uh, speaking of uh, grammar and c- correcting people and things like that, I have a text etiquette issue that I would okay. like to throw past you.
3: I consider myself to be the world's foremost expert on text etiquette. Grammar, okay. uh, text related etiquette type okay. thing. So, so, so he, fire so away.
1: Here's the deal. You're texting someone, uh, okay. like just, hey, what's the name of the such and such? You write back the name blank. Okay. Then they're like, okay, what was that? Uh, what, what city was that in? Write the city back. Is it, is it proper textual <laughs> etiquette to then call that person? So, like, you're texting them and then all of a sudden you see them calling you. To me, that is a breach of etiquette.
3: Now, to me, the important fact: Why was he calling you?
1: Well, and this wasn't. I'm not gonna. This didn't necessarily happen to me. It happened to someone that I know. And but like as I'm thinking about this, like if if you are texting someone. And then, like, because they know, that it's like they have you trapped, right? Like right, right they, right. they know, they know you're on at your phone. So, like, but let's say that you're not really in a position to talk to someone. You could text, but you couldn't talk. Then them calling you is sort of unfair, in my opinion. I
3: agree. That I call that the dad. My dad okay. will do that. I will be texting something back and forth to my dad. Uh, for instance, like uh, I, I don't know something unimportant. Really generally like, uh, hey, did you see the Rangers score? And he'll be like, yeah, they won three to two. And then he'll call me and be like, yep, they won three to two. And I'm like, yeah, no kidding. You just texted that to me. The reason I'm texting you is I uh, have a bunch of irons in the fire right now. I've got kids going all over the place. I'm busy at work. And, you know, I just wanted to text you and find out. To cut the the actual phone conversation short. That's what I love about texting no, there's no small talk. It's, hey, get to the point. Because if we had phone conversations like we have text messages. Oh, that's all we uh, would do all day. Oh, it would be – well, no, it would be rude. Like if I called you and you answered your phone and I said, what time this week? And you said, Tuesday, 2 o'clock. And then we just hung up. There would be no goodbyes. There would be no small talk. That's not appropriate. That's why we save that stuff for
1: text messages. Right. And so, yeah, so, so don't, don't do that. If you're texting someone now, if you, now this, I think is a way to get around that. If you say, Hey, can I call you and give someone the opportunity to say, Oh, you know what? I'm about to do, I'm about to get in the car and and do this or that. Or, you know, I'm, I'm at the grocery store. It's not really a good time. Then I think that's okay. But just to like, well, also like,
3: uh, when receiving like on the fly instructions, like, uh, if my wife, were to text me, and she's, you know, going to some store, and she were to text me, hey, do you remember what street this store is on, or something? And uh, I would be like, oh, I think it's on Main Street. But then if... I had more explanation, and I'm like, "Hey, I need to get this to her now, and not enough time for me yeah. to type it out." I and, would call her, and be like, "Hey, uh, it's not on Main Street, but it's the street. It's the street between like two streets right, right there, I, yeah. so she
1: wouldn't drive past." Yeah, it, so thing, like, yeah, things that are like timely, obviously, kind of right. is outside of that realm of just a normal everyday kind of thing. So, anyway, I just wanted to get also to your something opinion.
3: I'd like to bring up to you, by the way, while we're Hello. talking about text etiquette, very briefly, why do you use the letter U? Instead of the word "you,"
1: because it's faster.
3: No, 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 Mark. It is not faster. It is two extra letters.
1: That's then it's then it takes two extra longer. Mark,
3: when we start using one letter instead of a whole word, we are just one level above the animal. <laughs> okay, we have opposable thumbs. All right. That's we right. We are expected to be able to speak in communication. You got to start using the whole word "you," man. You got to start doing it. I
1: really have. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm sort of sheepishly. Uh, Hanging my head because there's. Hey, really can, by the no, way, can no you tell that,
3: that like uh, I wanted to say something about that like two years ago and I just never brought it up until now? Yeah. Like how it's like blowing over. Like, hey, you. By the way, in your, in your letter, never in your letter,
1: you. Yeah. What is your problem? Yeah, that's kind of like that's that's pretty much every every uh, marriage uh, relationship. <laughs> Why do you put the toilet paper on the wall backwards? <laughs> like, What's what the matter with Where did that
4: come we from? We faced by wolves. We yeah. were you born in a barn.
1: You're just sitting on the couch, like minding your own business. <laughs> yes. Okay, well uh we are we are coming up on time. I want to get to uh the yeah, John yeah, Fergoso yeah. interview. So get to the
3: real part of the right, show.
1: Right, right. We could just keep talking about it. It's not the texting. Mark and Rick talking yeah. show. So John Fergoso, we're actually I am about to call him. I think you have something you need to go do. I'm about to call John. Uh, we've had this on the schedule for a long time. Really excited about this. Really he's he's he knows everything really that Sarah knows about Food and nutrition and movement. And then he's like, he's a chiropractor. So it's like, he's, man, he's like, I'm not saying he's like better than Sarah. I'm just saying like he's just. He's a super huge wealth of knowledge, and, uh, and just I'm really excited. We're, we're you know, I told him we're gonna kind of keep everything in his wheelhouse on the uh, on the interview. So we're gonna talk about his background, uh, some movement stuff, and I'm sure it'll just, the conversation will just sort of organically flow from there. And obviously, I'm gonna ask him what he enjoys about life. So um, we're gonna get to that. Go to the website Lifestyle.com. there are links to the Facebook page YouTube channel Simply Human Kids page Simply Human Moms page follow me on Twitter at simplyhuman 52 I'm also on Instagram at that handle um, if you go to the, the shop or the store page uh, you can find information on the t-shirts uh, and so, just a lot of stuff going on. I've had a lot of people emailing me lately, which is really cool. Thank you for taking the time to you know reach out and just say, hey, thanks for what you're doing, or or saying something like, you know, what you're doing is valuable. You know, even though we're telling like times that I poop in my pants. So
3: and, and I yeah. have no one emailing me, so yeah. thanks for nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail You can email Rick or email us both at simplyhumanrick at gmail and that is uh, Simply Human, and then Rick is spelled. So, uh... <laughs> so, without... <laughs> so without further ado, here is John Fagoso. <laughs> Joining us today on the Simply Human podcast, super pumped to have, as I already said in the, uh, in the beginning of the show, you know... Do you get tired of being introed as Sarah Fergoso's husband? I mean, does that get old? It is your last name. I mean, let's be honest.
4: <laughs> yeah, you know it is my last name. And, you know, <laughs> uh, I, locally, it's funny. I was in, kind of in the spotlight here being a, a well-known, uh, you know, uh, 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 chiropractor. And, you know, everybody in town knew me. And, and I knew times were changing. When I, we'd get new patients in, I'd be like, "Oh, how'd you hear about the office?" And oh, oh, I have your wife's book. <laughs> I, I was like, "Okay, t- tides are turning." Um, but no, it, it's been great, honestly. It's yeah. you know, at the workshops. I am commonly referred to as hair and makeup. <laughs> uh, you know, unfortunately, but. All, all in good fun, right? But you know, no, no, it's it's all good. Sarah's, um, you know, had a huge life transformation with what she's done, and and she's changed changed a ton of lives. So uh, as long as she doesn't have me go back to her name, I think I think I'm good with that. <laughs>
1: Perfect. Well, this is John Fragoso. If I didn't say that, uh, he's a chiropractor, as I said, uh, also earlier in the show, an active release techniques provider specializing in sports injury. And rehabilitation, and you know, it's kind of funny. My wife uh, is, is a professor at a university, and like she, you know, we had the simply human moms page. Uh-huh. And like when I or my co-host Rick, when we post something on Facebook, even if it's something that I've written and spent a lot of time on, you know, it'll get you know a couple hundred views or something. Uh-huh. Jen writes something and posts it, and it's like seven thousand hit you know people. <laughs> it's like whatever, but you know we so we need our wives uh, to keep us uh, keep us going. Absolutely, but um yeah, so let's talk about sort of your background and how you started all this, and really like just knowing Sarah and hearing her, knowing her story you were sort of the one even after y'all got married that was sort of like i know like when we had her on the show i think it was like episode 38 she was on and she told us the like how you sort of very very uh uh, uh, gently was sweats. like my sweatpants yeah that, that yeah, whole thing so yeah so kind of tell us about let's go before before sarah if there was a, a time of john before you know sarah. I,
4: i've blocked it all out Mark. <laughs> my life has been so good to right. be there, the rest is all a blur
1: that's funny so yeah so um, just what is your background where where did you yeah. get doing what you're doing and and sort of what is your philosophy on stuff now
4: yeah, for sure. So, so obviously, you know, I like to start it as, as Sarah does, and, and and I'm a dad. I'm a parent to to three boys. Uh, uh, you know that I don't know if they keep me young or keep me old, man. They uh, <laughs> definitely definitely keep us busy, um, super active. And what what I love about you know what Sarah and I do for a living, and, and and what we model. These our kiddos have really picked it up; like they get it. Yeah. kids are way smarter than than we give them credit for, and uh, you know they they they've embraced the lifestyle, uh, which we'll get into in a little bit. Just just as much as as we have, if if not more in some cases. But um, you know my background, I'm a Chico State grad. It's where I met Sarah um, at a church on um, Sunday.
2: Cool. That's good. Okay.
4: It was Sunday, but it wasn't church. <laughs> so we met at a bar. Chica nice. It is, uh, is kind of known for uh, being a bit of a party school. So kind of kind of a random occurrence when we met on a, on a Sunday in the summer here. But uh, uh, <laughs> finished up at uh, Chico State and went off to chiropractic school. And um, uh, you know what I loved about chiropractic was the autonomy of uh, creating a practice that suited my needs and, and how I felt I, c- I could benefit folks. And um you know, portal of entry, we don't need referrals. So, so all that stuff was super appealing. Um, you know, I've been practicing for 10 years now in Chico, a variety of, 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 of patients from, you know, collegiate and pro athletes to, uh, you know, to just standard folks who deal with, you know, the effects of modernization, you know, the postural stresses, uh, all that stuff. So, um, aside from being in practice, I've, I've worked as doc for various running clubs, triathlon groups, uh, work a little bit with some of the Chico state athletes, um, Ironman triathlons, um, all that jazz. So been doing it for a little while, um, special specialty techniques, you know, I, I do st- standard rock tape, kinesio tape stuff. I'm active release certified for over a decade. Uh, uh Graston's another soft tissue mobilization technique that, that, that does wonders, um, and yeah, I've kind of built my practice around active folks as well as, you know, just uh, anyone who's suffering from postural repetitive injury, uh, you know, type, uh, type illnesses. Cool. Uh, in addition to the chiropractic stuff, uh, mobility work on Jossafit, formerly EP LifeFit. I handle all the mobility work. You'll catch me on the forearm, or the forums answering questions on, uh, you know, injuries, uh, things of that nature. Um, other than that, uh, uh, JS Strength Conditioning, which which is incredible. Uh, Sarah and I opened up. It, it's coming up on a year. We're in our new location, about five and a half months. But uh, you know, it's wonderful to work with the client, work with the patient, walk hundred feet, get them into the gym, and and teach them about how to how to properly rehab. Um, um, you know, uh, you know whatever condition they have going on. So, what is that, the website that's, of that's
1: y'all's? Y- does your gym have a website? Uh,
4: JSStrength.com.
1: Wait, that's easy enough. Yeah, strength. Yeah,
4: website's okay. a little bit bare bones right now. We're we're working on it. Cool. You know, Sarah and I typically are are, are balancing eight million things at right. once. Um, uh, movement Day, looking forward to seeing you in Clackamas next yeah. next weekend, meeting you in person. Uh, I, I help coach the Movement Day, which is um, uh, something new. We we've you know one thing that we've come to learn is people want to learn how to movement. It. It's tough to do it over the internet, so right. I, I think we we do a really good job uh, on Jossifit. But uh, this is a chance for folks to come meet us in person and and get the cues and you know on how to how to properly lift and do it in a safe manner as well as you know get some of our philosophies on on how people should be should be moving and lifting. So
1: right, yeah, uh, I, I, I work with several people, you know, uh, via the interwebs, and it's so hard. Like they'll send you a workout of what they did, and it's like I I need to see you move. Like I, I just I, I can't just say yeah, doing three sets of five. Deadlift is good. Like, if you're not doing it right, then it may not be good. So it's just, yeah. yeah. Seeing it, seeing it like how Jason always says, like, you know, being in the trenches uh, every day, sure. I, I think that's that's really cool. And, and you know, so what is your—I know, like, with chiropractic, with a little more so than, like, an orthopedic surgeon, you're not quite as pigeonholed into, like, okay, they're only about movement. You know, chiropractic is sort of known for a more holistic uh, approach. But, like, how do you—like, what is your philosophy on, like, what is the best way to be the healthiest version of yourself? Gotcha. you know, it's, it's very much the
4: lifestyle— of what you know what we promote so it's 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 not one input there's there's, there's various inputs that are going to you know create gene expression various inputs that go into creating that healthy body so you know uh food obviously uh it needs to be accounted for uh movement and exercise done in, in a fashion that's going to make you healthier uh sleep and stress management so those are kind of the big four and you know sometimes what we find is is you know we need all players on the field to be healthy. And typically, what we'll see with, with many folks is is they're subbing in. So instead of those four spots being filled, they're like, okay, I'm going to move really good now, but I'm, I'm going to go and sit my food on the bench. So you know, it's understanding that we can't, you know, just focus on one or two of these inputs to you know to reach our goals. That you know. All this stuff needs to be ad- be addressed in order for us to be be our healthiest us.
1: Right, and you know a lot of the listeners uh, of this podcast, I know, are, are you know they're not like professional athletes, they're not former professional athletes, they are just you know like how we say it on the show, humans being human beings being human. They're just like we just want to live life and not have to like count calories or like do some sort of crazy. You know, workouts and all this stuff sure. where you need all this equipment. So, like, what do you tell people from just the most fundamental, here are the things that you need to do that you can start doing today that, that are, are the biggest changes that you can make right now that's going to have the biggest impact on you today?
4: For sure. You know, uh, covering food, it's all about just eating real food. So, you know, get rid of the packaged stuff. You know stuff that has labels. Keep it very simple with your food intake, and don't stress about it. You know you, we need to get away from the neuroses of it all. Even even with paleo, if you if you take it from from uh, you know the viewpoint of a diet or or, or restriction or this and that, it, it becomes a little little tougher that way. So you know I just want folks to to live, but focus on quality food. So uh, from that standpoint of food, start them there. You know uh, quality meat, good fats fruits and veggies. There is a million ways you can prepare a dish with that stuff. Right. So keep it simple on that end, you know, try, try not to, to do some of the, okay, eating out or, or some of this other stuff. So, uh, of course a, a lot goes into a depth goes into that in terms of preparation, this and that, but real foods, the way we go, we, a lot of times don't even use the word paleo because people, people understand that doesn't, right. they don't feel pigeonholed, right. uh, movements. A lot of times we just want folks to walk, we want you to walk and we want people to lift weights so we need to get that you know that understanding that you, you don't want to go beat the crap out of yourself doing a, a ton of stuff your body's not ready for because there's, there's a shelf life on it. Right. If, you know, if you, 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 go to a, a trainer and they're going to have you do a hundred squats on first day and, 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 not pay attention to form and, and, beat the crap out of you and, and have you come back and, and, and rinse and repeat there, there's, there's absolutely going to, going to come a time to break down. So keep the food simple, eat real food, uh, walk a lot, find someone who can help you with, with, uh, lifting some weights. So I want people to to lift weights, but sometimes just walking is going to be enough if folks are super deconditioned. Uh, With the sleep, we want to focus on getting, you know, seven to eight hours a night if possible. We need need to, you know, get off the electronics uh, for sure, Um, you know, Facebook this and that. It's, you know, it's not that big a deal, you know, shut stuff off a couple hours before sleep so that we're able to get to those deeper layers of sleep. Um, you know, some of this stuff when we start disrupting sleep affects things like leptin and you know, a lot of these signals for, for uh, uh you know uh, feeling of fullness, um, as well as, you know, affect even uh you know willpower and things like that. So it it becomes a vicious cycle. So uh sleep, no electronics, a couple hours before bed, and 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 try to focus on quality sleep. Um obviously shift work can be a problem, but but try and get sleep in a manner that is not too late. Um, to where you can get that, so maybe it's like a ten to six, somewhere right in there. Right. Um, as far as uh, stress goes, you know that other input, you know, just have do something fun, man. Get back to something you enjoy, you know. Let don't let that stress management be a stressor yourself. I started doing some Muay Thai once a week, and man, I love it. Right. So whether it's meditation, whether it's just going to the park, hanging with the kiddos, you know, you know, whatever. So so I don't know <laughs> that this was a very fast answer.
1: No, no, no. But that, but it's that, that, really yeah.
4: It's it's tough to just you know give quick information wh- when there's really again those those four layers those four inputs that need to be addressed and, and trying to do it in, in a fashion that people you know people understand and, and don't don't feel overwhelmed.
1: Right. I, I worked with uh, with uh, a, a woman uh, here a few weeks ago that emailed me. She was going through what I what I've, I've created kind of like a what I call the simple human reset. And mm-hmm. it's basically a 21-day period where you get an email every day, a, a, a video on, you know, some type of, you know, here's how to stand correctly is day one. Like, day two is, like, here's how proper squat, uh, unloaded squat, like that kind of stuff. Nice. Just to get people, like, to, to think about moving right and sitting right and things that you can do if you do sit in an office all day, stuff like that. Well, she's going through this about two weeks in. She emailed me this, like, super, like, profound thought that I thought was – that sort of applies here. It's like, you know, like a, a light switch. Has, looks pretty simple from the outside, but there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that goes into making that light switch do what it does. And so, if you don't have all of the stuff behind the wall fixed and all this sort of complex, you know, wiring done, then the simplicity of the light switch—you you—you flip it up and the light comes on—won't work. So, and a lot of people yeah. are going through their lives just like they're only gonna do one thing, you know, they're only gonna focus on their, their what they put in their mouth, or they're only gonna work out, or they're only gonna, you know, yeah. like do these certain things. Well then like, okay, well the light switch is gonna be either flickering or it's not even gonna work. So I thought that was yeah. pretty pretty profound yeah, and pretty that's, good that's thought. That's a great analogy. Yeah.
4: And you know, ever the approach is, is gonna be varied. Uh, particularly I think even with the food. So, you know, it, it's it's a great jumping off point starting with the food and, and then kind of going from there. But the more we can, you know, the more wires we can start attaching to that switch, absolutely the better. Right. You know, when, when we started this whole paleo thing, um, well, well, first off, tell you what, one way to get people on board is to lead by example. I mean, Sarah not only, you know, not only were her symptoms a ton better and she had energy and, and light in her eyes. I mean, I was, it, it, she was freaking hot. So, <laughs> you know, she was always beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but right. I would I honestly say she looks better now than she did when I first met her. Yeah. And yeah. it's, it's pretty freaking amazing. Um, but, um, you know, that a lot of setting that example is huge, not, not just for uh, spouses, but family members, friends, et cetera. Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. It, you, you look good. You, you, you're, you're, obviously feeling good, but you know, our approach was very much, Sarah was sick enough where it was like, we need to get all the crap out of the house. Yeah. So it was like, you know, really, you know, a little more drastic. And I think some people need that and others are going to have a little tougher time with that approach. Um, you know, which, which is why I'm going to plug Jossa compass here, but Jason and Sarah had this idea of, of creating the Jossa compass courses, which are a little more of a baby steps approach to this lifestyle where it's not like, all right, get rid of, you know, everything bad. You know, it might be starting with a vice and kind of building, you know, layers and bricks upon that till, till we get a nice solid foundation. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. And that's one thing I love about the whole, the, the Jossa fit thing. It's, it's healthy You know, by choice, hot by accident, kind of what you're talking about, how Sarah looks better now. And that's not like, you know, in in our society, you you can can kind of get, you know, looked upon like, well, that's a vain thing to think. Oh, it's all about how you look. Well, like our design is to be attractive when we're healthy. It's like from a genetic standpoint, like our genes want to continue on. And so, in order to do that, we need to attract other genes. And, and so, like, being attractive isn't, like, this vain thing. It can be, uh, you know, like, sure. uh, Jason interviewed some uh, some former bikini models a couple weeks ago who were sort of, you know, they talk about how they were in that world and how you do a lot of unhealthy stuff to look a certain sure. way. But you don't, you know, that's not necessarily the, the path to health. So, so to say, like... You know, oh, okay. I'm going to do the light. I'm going to change lifestyle only to look good. Well, I mean, if that's your reasoning, you know, maybe you've got some other psychological issues. But if you do everything that you can to be healthy, you are by default going to look attractive.
4: Yeah, is, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I, I love Jason's uh, kind of run on this in, in the whole aesthetic goal conundrum and in, in a lot of what he what he talks about. I think it really hits home for a lot of women, uh, in particular. Uh, in, in in you know. How you get to that healthy? I mean, that's that's the key. It's you know, it's uh, or how you get to that those aesthetics you want. You know, right. the focus. Uh, it, it you you can get crazy and eat five hundred calories a day, whatever it is uh, to lean out. But it's it's the path you take to get to that end range. So even if it takes a little bit longer to reach your goals, you do it in a way that is sustainable, a way that's healthy. You're going to get there, and you're going right. to be able to hang on to it. So yeah, yeah, and- it, it's it's. You know, it's it, it's a nice, uh, you know, byproduct of, of of being healthy for sure. But it should be, you know, you should go about it the right way in order to get there.
1: Yeah, And going back uh, to what you, we talked about a, a couple of topics ago, I, I thought of something when you said, uh, you know, people are always like wondering like where to start. What what are some some places to start as far as, you know, the, the four big, well, I call the four pillars of the simple human lifestyle, which mm-hmm. basically I, I got, you know, I got that from Jason and Sarah listening to their podcast, you know, starting like last summer. Is that like okay? Like somebody's gonna ask at the most fundamental level. Okay, where do I begin? What do I do first? Well, to me, there isn't like a okay. You need to start with X. It's okay. What 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 time of day is it? Okay, it's uh it's lunchtime. You're about to eat lunch. Okay, then we start with food. You know, like and if it's like nine thirty at night, okay, and you then we start with sleep. It just kind of depends on wherever you are in that day. You don't have to wait for like Monday to start like to gotcha. change your life. Just just start. You know and and uh, that's what another thing that, that Jason has influenced or Jason answer have influenced me is this whole sort of like cheat meal, you know, this idea that, you know, you're on this wagon and then if you have a piece of cake that you're you're suddenly off of this wagon that you have to like climb back on this wagon. And so sort of the way that I describe that is like you're on you're on a wagon. You're never off the wagon. Sometimes you you decide to eat a piece of cake sitting on sitting in the wagon like you're still in the wagon. Just like yeah. it's nothing. You know, there's nothing you haven't cheated. You haven't done anything wrong. So.
4: Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, Sarah's, you know, um, always said, just, I mean, yeah, you you get back on the wagon. Don't don't drag yourself down. Don't beat yourself up. Um, you know, Jason's done some stuff on on. You know, uh, if you're gonna make that decision, just think about it before you make it. And then, you know, live with it and move on. So it's, yeah, one of those things where it's real easy to be like, okay, well, I messed up. I'm going to start again next. I'll start next month because, you know, obviously I screwed this one up. It's not about that. It's, you know, it's about... Uh, trying to stay consistent, and when you fall off, it, it's no big deal. Pick yourself back up and, and and keep going. Like you say, you're you're still on that wagon. So you know, stay along for the ride because you know you're, you're going to end up somewhere good.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Sorry, I kind of when it took us on off on a little tangent there, but um, okay. I want to definitely talk to you about mobility, and I over the price, probably since I, almost a year, I have made a. A very dedicated effort It made it a priority to spend at least 10 minutes a day doing some kind of, you know, self myofascial release, some type of banded distraction, you know, and I'm, and I've gotten, you know, where I've got quite the repertoire of, uh, of different nice. things that I can do. And you know, like for instance, today I had a little bit of extra time after my workout, so I just set my my watch for twenty minutes, and I did twenty minutes of of just anything I could think of. a Couch stretch, and I mashed my <laughs> soas with a supernova ball, and nice. I did some gapping, and I did some floss, you know, voodoo floss stuff, and nice. Um, so like. Let's talk about mobility. I mean, why is that so important? And, and what, what's really frustrating is like I have a five and three year old daughters and then a ten month old son, <laughs> and my five year old daughter can get up out of bed after sleeping for ten hours and just like put her feet up against the wall and squat down with her hands above her head. Yeah, like and it's yeah. like ah, oh, I'm so I want to be able to do that so bad. Like so and, and really like we're not supposed to ever lose that mobility.
4: Yeah, we're not, man. You know, again, modernization. It, it, we spend so much time sitting it, in uh, in in these partially horrendous positions it becomes a problem you know to have uh, stable strong joints uh through the body we need we need good strength motor control and and we need some range of motion and when we start taking these tissues into normal ranges of motion we're absolutely going to get some shortening and, and typically we're we're in You know, these postural stress positions or repetitive crappy movement patterns that we also can develop, you know, some some binding, some adhesion and scar tissue along uh, the fascial planes or within the soft tissue itself. All this just really throws off our ability to move. And uh, yeah it's it, it's a huge it's a huge problem if yeah. you know uh, one of the new things we got recently at the house is uh, squatty potties. They yeah,
1: play. I have I have one. Yeah. I have one.
4: Yep, they're hey, greatness. Yeah, not to get graphic, but hell, I can't wait to go again. Yeah. <laughs> it, it <laughs> well, is so comfortable, and it's just getting back to that. You know, same with food. Movement, the same deal. We need to, you know, uh, get back to how we used to move and and, and get out of these really terrible positions.
1: Right. You know, I try to get below parallel throughout the day. Like, I'll wake up in the morning and I try to, like, maybe in the shower or something, I'll, like, squat down. I'll, I use a squatty potty. Like, when I get to my office in the morning, I'll, I'll spend a few minutes, you know, and I kind of have, you know, have, your dress shoes have a little bit of a raised heel, so I kind of have like an Olympic lifting shoe on, you know, so it sort of helps That's keep, stay vertical or whatever. Yeah. But I'll do, I'll do a, a squat, you know, do squat stretch when I get to the office. When I, when I leave the office or when I go to my car, I'll try to do it. I'll do a squat before, you know, I, just trying to get below parallel and sort of opening up those, mm-hmm. those tissues as many times as you can throughout the day, I think, is, is really important. Um, so talk, talk about, like, you know, the self-myofascial release, a.k.a. foam mm-hmm. rolling or lacrosse ball rolling, what exactly, yeah. t- tell my listeners, like, what exactly is that doing and why is that such a good thing to do?
4: Yeah, you know, being an active release practitioner um, for a while, uh, I, saw, I saw huge benefits. I had a, uh, you know, I was your typical kind of, you know, college dude. Sarah thought I was a meathead and was in a fraternity when we met. It's pretty funny. <laughs> she likes to tell the story I had acid wash jeans on, but that, that is not true at all. Okay, well, sure, I'll, was, yeah, sure I it believe you. Sure, was tucked in, but, but no no acid wash jeans. I believe you. Um <laughs> anyhow you know i i was in the gym spending a ton of time doing crazy crazy lifting and uh tore part of my rotator cuff and uh literally went from you know uh, uh, i won't give numbers but um a super heavy uh you know uh dead uh, i'm sorry bench press to i went to the gym the next day i couldn't push 45 pounds off my chest and um uh it was it was crazy a year and a half no working out whatsoever just kind of kind of wrecked me, wow. um, a little bit when you take something, you know, that you enjoy that much away. I was, you know, crazy then going five days a week. Um, and, uh, you know, I found a practitioner who did active release and, um, uh, my supraspinatus was partially torn, had a ton of adhesion and scar tissue in there. So, uh, you know, he, he worked that out and within six weeks I was, you know, 95% back. So, so I knew there was something to this. So, you know, the SMR, uh, there's a, a couple theories. One is, um, if we look from a mechanical standpoint, when we get overuse or, or uh, from repetitive strain, we, we can develop micro tears and the little scar tissue and adhesion that kind of develops and, you know that's there to help us heal. The problem is we, we continue to do crap and, and, and we get enough binding that we really start to knock down mobility, uh, affects blood flow, um, uh, our ability to heal. So, uh, the SMR, just like the active release or, or grass is there to go break apart these, these cross fibered tissues, break that tape away. Cause the healing's kind of, you know, uh, you know, the process is already happening, uh, break that stuff, apart and get movement back along the tissues. So we need not just individual movement in the structure itself, but, you know, these muscles are, are, are covered by a, uh, a layer of fascia. We need good independent movement. So we get kind of sliding, gliding between the fascia. Inflammation creates kind of a sticky mess. So, uh, you know, it's kind of a twofold. We need independent movement of those structures. What the ball does, what some of the soft tissue work does is, is gets that mobility back in areas that are completely locked down.
1: Right. Um, we know when th- should you do that. Like I, I know I've I've read you know some studies saying that you know it's not good to foam roll before, uh, and I've read others that say it is good to foam roll before. Like, yeah. what is your take on it?
4: You know, there's pros and cons to it. I like the uh, foam rolling uh, before if there is hindrance. So you know, mobility is great because we don't want hindrance to movement particularly in, in an athlete of, of high level where say it's a runner and they, if they've got uh, a resistance along that gait cycle one they're, they're going to break down faster be prone for more injury and then just performance is going to suck more more than it should so you know before is fine but what i have seen um, just uh, amongst clients and some of the athletes I treat. If you overdo it on the roller, it does tend to knock down some of the get up and go of the, the soft tissues. And, 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 and there's been some, some cases with that. So you, you don't want to do enough to create big inflammation in the area or, or some possible uh, muscle fatigue. So definitely right. afterwards is a great time. But if you have some restriction that, you know, we can spend a minute on just getting a little bit of release, I, I, I don't see, see any issues with, uh, with, with doing a little bit rolling before if it's, if it's going to help with, with movement patterns and, and not affect overall performance.
1: And let's say you're not going to – you're not about to work out. It's a rest day or something. Do you need to do – like walk around the block or, or do some, you know, kind of get warmed up first? Or can you just roll out, you know, get the foam roller and just kind of roll out and do some stretches?
4: You know, one of the, um, issues I see with, with rolling is people will do it, but, but they can't relax. So they can't get the depth. Right. They're not breathing. They're tight. They're just bam. You know, it's like trying to massage someone flexing their bicep, you know, it's, it, uh, right. Right. It, it, it's tough to get the results. So, you know, doing a little movement, uh, uh, prior, get some blood flow, get things loosened up a little bit, never a bad idea. And then when you get on that roller, you know, uh, You know, don't don't attack it like it's you know. uh, You have sixty seconds to get as much done as you can. Attack it in the sense that you can get breathing, so we get oxygen and and nutrients to the area. Attack it so you can actually relax the tissue as you as as you work a bit, and then also you know I'd like to say just. Think of it in a multi-directional fashion. So if we're rolling out the quads, you want to take it, you know, uh, up and down along the uh, uh, fiber orientation, but also look to get some side-to-side movement. So perpendicular, we can also uh, kind of free stuff up. So take it from different angles, focus on breathing, try and relax, and yeah, if you have an opportunity to to move a little bit before you uh, uh, mobilize, uh, you know, that works too.
1: Yeah, and I, I try, I've gotten to where now I will hold, like, say I'm doing 10 minutes of mobility that really is like five things because i hold stuff for no less than 2 minutes uh, mm-hmm. and so and if and if you need proof to see, to know like to to i guess prove to yourself that it sometimes does takes that long get get to like a pull up bar like a door frame or something and hang for a little bit and mm-hmm. like you you might initially hang and you might feel some some pops and stuff and i it, if you hang for like 30 45 seconds i almost can guarantee you that there will be some other little pop in there you know, as you're hanging and sort of that that using that traction to sort of open up your tissues that need a little bit more time to really get you to relax. And as you said, like sort of kind of like relax yourself with your breathing and everything else like that, and 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 those tissues will open up. So don't just stretch for like 15 seconds and think that you're making some sort of drastic. It's a big change. change, yeah. Yeah. Not going to happen.
4: And, and, and if, you know that the limitation with with, with stretching, it's it's going to be based on the the kind of the current physical state of that tissue so uh if you do have a lot of binding um you know uh, fascial binding or or some some cross fibered tissue in there stretching is gonna you know you're gonna attain a little range of motion but until you change the physical structure of that tissue it's just not gonna be as beneficial so for most folks um uh, if you have a choice because you only have limited time make time by the way for both but right. uh you know hit the foam rolling right. if, if i if i had to pick one
2: yeah um, yeah
1: because really it 's more about like mobility is, is more is like joint movement that 's the way to think about it, range of motion and the way to get you know that dry that synovial fluid that has all the healing properties and the way to get these the stuff that like blood takes to most other tissues you 've got to drive that synovial fluid in with range of motion so if you 're never moving your hips in, in the areas and all the ways they 're supposed to be moved, the parts that aren 't being moved are going to start to to get tight and, and stop being reinforced by the brain and blah, blah, blah. So you get all this stuff. Uh, yeah. And that, it, it, here's another question. Will it ever not hurt? Like when I roll my IT band, <laughs> will it ever like be a point where it's like, eh, hey, that's not too bad. Or will it always be like the worst pain on earth? <laughs> if, if you're active, there's going to
4: be some there. You're always going to have some residuals from it. Yeah. Um, you know, but it, there's, there's a difference. Um, when we talk about, uh, say controlling injuries and, And and things of that nature. It's typically going to be a little bit more hot. Um, There's always going to be some discomfort. But what we typically find is, you know, starting out, it feels like, you know, wow, this this sucks. Like this hurts a lot. One, it shows, okay, that area is probably pretty inflamed and needs needs some work. So, um, but but the tolerance, your tolerance should improve, and, and it should be less uncomfortable. Um, um, as as we start to flush all that out and, and get those tissues healthy, um, but to some degree, there's probably also always going to be a little bit of a, uh, you know, a little bit of tenderness for sure. I mean, it, we don't we don't sit still or, or maintain great positions. It's it's just life. So. Right.
1: Right. And I yeah, I can't believe that we're we're like coming up on time. I've got a few more questions. And and, you know, what I, what I, one of the things I tell people speaking about foam rolling, it's like if we lived out in the wilderness, we would need foam rollers because we would in in order to survive, we would just need to sort of automatically, you know, take our joints through the range of motion and not get stuck in these. You know, like you said, the, the, the postural stress positions and all this stuff. So this is sort of one of those things we have to add in an unnatural thing we have to add in to deal with some unnatural things that yeah. we yeah, other unnatural things we've uh, added a natural lifestyle. Something. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's, so yeah. what, what, um, wh- where, uh, where can people find you? Like what are the things that you want to promote as far as, you know, your stuff and, and things that I can help, uh, get the word out for, for you.
4: You know um, uh, jsstrength.com. Uh, you know we we love what we do here. In um, our focuses on you know really really I mean not sounding cliche but but changing lives, and making people more capable regardless of what your goals are. Um, so so th- you know this is a great place to start for folks who are in the area. Um, obviously Jasa Fit. Dot com is, is a great place you can find us and, and really any any of any of Sarah's work um, everydaypaleo.com in, any of the seminars um, I'm typically uh, along for the ride there and, and, and answer questions regarding uh, mobility injury
1: things of that nature but um,
4: yeah that's, ki- that's kind of what we got rolling right now and um, yeah I, I figured you were just didn't have any guests is why you asked me to no
1: no no I actually was you know <laughs> if you go to jossafit.com and I you know I pay the humongously outrageous twenty dollars a month. I don't know how you make it. Yeah, for, for the, you know, access to the forums and all the videos. I mean, it's like, like, breaking it down, like, what you're getting, like, Per like valuable thing, it's like less than less than a penny like per it's, like thing that you're getting like it's, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, and it, awesome. if you
4: look at some of the testimonials, I mean, we we've got people on there who've, who've lost a hundred pounds since you know in a year right. or whatever it's been so drastic things like that. Or, or you know, I think there was a, a link on on hip hip stuff and you know the benefits people were are are seeing with that. So you know, it's it, it's it's good stuff. You definitely get your money's worth um, um, at JossFit and and definitely learn a lot about how to move your body. As well as uh, the forums being like, I mean, I mean, come on, here, here, you, here, you have questions you can ask that you know, uh, Jason, and I or Sarah w- will come in and answer. Um, I mean, to be able to connect with folks uh, like that who who will answer your directly, pretty huge. I right. mean, um, well, yeah, that's that, it, it's, that, it's, it's a it's a great resource.
1: I mean, that's definitely worth it. The forums, but just just like the mobility videos alone would be would be worth the twenty dollars a month in my opinion, and you are you are you do most of those videos as far as you know you've got a lot on there on you know lacrosse ball stuff and foam rolling stuff, and so I think that is really important so if you're if you're wondering like where do I go to like learn more about this and you know you want a reputable thing it's not just like you're googling like how to do this you know. Uh, and just seeing the first thing that comes up, definitely uh, definitely, you know, recommend to do that. Obviously, I, I write for EverydayPaleo.com as well, so that's sort of a promotion for me too. Uh, <laughs> so I'll put that in the show notes. But okay, so I've got to get to the last question. It's something that I ask every guest I have on the show, and it is, what is something that you enjoy about life or one thing you do to make life more enjoyable?
4: I would say, honestly, um Hanging with the family, hanging with the kids, man. Uh, uh, taking a break from from the madness and in all that we do. Although although I love it, and and I, I honestly will go stir crazy if I ever retire because it's uh, <laughs> you know I, I love to be uh, active and on the go. But honestly, pulling back and just you know when you think about what's most important in life, it's you know it, it's spending that time. So. I'd say that's probably my favorite thing to do. You know, we're cruising to uh, uh, Oregon here to the movement seminar in Clackamas. And then, you know, Sarah has uh, book signings and, and uh, food demos along the, a bunch of uh,
1: natural grocers. We natural have grocers. We, yeah, yes. we, we have those in our area. And I've got one. We have one in Abilene. And they're all over like West Texas. And I've been working with them. Actually, it's funny because I was trying to get Jason's book in um, the Paleo Coach into natural grocers like last fall. And this is before that he knew what Natural Grocers was, and I was trying to get him connected with the corporate people. And he, uh, come to find out, he was just like they were contacting him, and he was just like, I don't know who these people are. And now I'm like, that's who I was trying to get you into. Golly, you should do that. So yeah, so that's I'm really excited about that. Uh, uh, I know all the I've talked to a lot of the people at at the corporate office in Colorado, but yeah, they're good people. So um, yeah, so and actually the the reason Sarah's the one who was like, I think she said it on one of their, their shows. Like I don't know why more people don't. Don't ask John for for interviews, and I was kind of like, yeah, that's a great Who's point. John? Who's yeah, John? Yeah, right. You Who mean Sarah's at? husband? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool, man. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm excited. I'm 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 flying in next Friday, um, and then uh, yeah, I'll be there till uh, till Monday morning. That's when oh, so I'll I'll yeah, be there yeah. for both I think deals. We're, uh,
4: hanging with the sides uh, all the way through Monday. So yeah, cool. no, it's gonna be good to to go uh, again, meet you in person, hang out, yeah. and, and have a good time, and uh, you know, share some uh, information with folks. It's gonna be great.
1: Awesome. Well, John, I really appreciate your time. Love to have you back on sometime, and uh, we'll. see See you next week. Yeah, anytime, man. All right, buddy. Have a good day, Mark.
0: You're listening to the Simply Human Podcast. Thank you, John
1: Fragoso, and uh, anything that he mentioned, which we haven't interviewed him yet. uh, Yeah, we're doing Time Machine Talk right Time Machine Talk. I will link to in the show notes. Um, uh, Great, great guy, hopefully. I'm actually going to see him uh, next weekend when I'm up in Portland for the seminar and the movement day and all that good stuff. So I'm looking forward to meeting John soon. Uh okay, humans being human. We've had some guests on. This is sort of an extension of the humans being human open. I uh I called a buddy of mine um who owns a rather large uh company in the Dallas area. Is it so, Jerry Jones? Oh, how Coast did you know that? No, Jerry Jones is too busy <laughs> dealing with allegations that he uh <laughs> yeah he had, uh was fondling a stripper. That's great. Good job, Jerry. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, we can't, if we got to start talking about the Cowboys and this show would just this go would off the end. rails. I'm yeah. So Anyways. Um, so we, he will just be known as Toby and I will not mention his uh, hometown, which we talk about in the show. I will bleep that out cause he doesn't, you know, it, nowadays, like really anything, anything can, can hurt or help. Yeah. You want to be a stock market. Yeah. So way. we really, this is, I, I, as you saw on the, uh, in the show title, this is called dipping with Toby. Uh, so the first story doesn't have anything to do with dipping, but we tie it back in late, a little bit later on. Um, so it's kind of a funny story about a 12-minute about a conversation here with Toby.
2: What story would I tell? And I was like, well, there was this time where we blew up a Suburban and went muddy. And it's kind of funny that you happened to call me and say that, because I literally was thinking about this right.
1: So is that the story that you would tell?
2: I think so. Okay. Um, so you know, let's see if it, I can't use names in it. Okay. So essentially, the uh, story was two days in football. This freshman brought his
1: um, Wait, and this is it. Is this where is this?
2: This is okay. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'll say this city, just because there's some people that couldn't <laughs> that probably wouldn't find it funny to me for me to talk about it. <laughs> um, but um, he brought a his parents' new suburban to two days. It was full drive suburban. Well, it had rained all weekend prior. And we all decided to go mudding. We went out in this field, and he's like, "I'm gonna bring my parents' suburban." We're like, "Cool."
1: So what? Okay, what? what year is this?
2: This is '99. So
1: this is like a 1999 suburban, like, yep, brand new. Yep.
2: Okay, yep. Um, or as far as I could tell, it's recently purchased. Okay, right? there you go. New-ish. So uh, yeah. So he gets it stuck, and so one of my other buddies starts rocking it back and forth. Because we couldn't get the full drive to lock into place. Well, rocking it back and forth, the catalytic converter got real hot and caught on fire because of all the dry grass below it. So
1: was it like the, the y'all were rocking it while it was while it was running?
2: Yeah, so rocking it back and forth, putting it in drive, putting it in reverse, putting it in drive, putting it in
1: reverse. Okay, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, trying to get out. And what we'd done is we'd bottomed it out. <laughs> and so the catalytic converter caught all the grass below it on fire, which then caught the suburban on fire. Oh, my. So one of our friends goes, huh, look at all that fire. And so this other guy, <laughs> and tell me, after I get done with the story, you can tell me if this isn't good or not, because I can change the story. So this other guy had this, um, this old, like, 1980s, like, Dodge Ram pickup, and he put a homemade Groguard on that was done in shop. And one of my other buddies... <laughs> like
1: like shop at in your at your high school? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> a high school
2: shop class. Right? So it's just, like pure, it's like, pure... like iron. Metal. Yeah. <laughs> And so one of my other buddies panicked and goes, Ram it. Oh, no. And we're... While, we're like, okay, so oh, while no. it's on
1: fire, it's, still, it's on fire yeah. at this point.
2: Yep. Yeah. And so he goes, Ram it. <laughs> and two other people go, Ram it. So the guy in the truck got a big smile on his face and just punched it. Well, he wasn't getting any traction because it was so muddy. All of a sudden, he caught some dry dirt and it was about 10 feet in front of, this, front of the suburban. So his truck actually leapt up out of the ground. <laughs> And smashed in the back of the suburban with the grill guard. So now the suburban is on fire. Oh my god! Back in smashed, and they forgot to put it in neutral. So when he smashed it, <laughs> it just rolled up and rolled back down Da-da. in the fire. So,
1: Not, uh, yeah, that's one of those things where, like, okay, if we're about to ram an on an on fire suburban, let's let's at least put it think neutral. it through far enough in advance to put yeah. it in neutral.
2: Oh my god! Yeah. So then we called the fire department and ultimately <laughs> not, not the, parents. the the fire just burned itself out. Um, so was it
1: like a huge, like when you see like a, a, a car on fire on like was, the side of the lapping,
2: highway? Yeah, so it was lapping up over the sides, like <laughs> the bottom of the ribbon. So it was actually like burning all below it and then all over the sides.
1: So did it ever like explode?
2: <laughs> no, it never exploded. We were pretty sure it was going to, but it never did.
1: <laughs> so we all like keeping a safe distance after you rammed it? Or were you we all just kind of yeah, like some people were peek, peeking in some the windows
2: like, yeah. yeah I was on the I was the only person on the cell phone, so I was like calling them <laughs> uh or calling the, calling the fire department
1: your uh, zach Morris cell phone
2: yeah yeah, I'm trying to think there's got to be another story too what what type of stories have people been telling
1: mainly uh the theme of the stories have been- uh me pooping in my pants uh as an adult, so to kind of give you, Blake told the story about the guy that that pooped his pants in the party bus and like threw his pants out the window, only to realize that he had two shirts in his bag and not a pair of pants. Have you has he ever told you that one? I don't remember. Oh, so stuff like that, just like crazy <laughs> stuff. You probably have some like Vegas uh, stories or something. That hey. well, you may, maybe you can't tell all your Vegas yeah, stories. I can't
2: tell those. <laughs> publicly um let's see so most of them have been pooping stories
1: yeah or like there was a guy <laughs> that there was a guy that uh spent the night at my brother's apartment up in new york and was trying to be like super quiet and not wake up my brother and his wife and and he didn't want to flush the toilet and wake them up because the toilet was like right next to their bed so he or be, their bedroom not their bed uh yeah they, they don't live in a uh a, a cardboard box or anything where the toilet is like in a jar next to the bed but he did pee in a water bottle and accidentally and was just going to take oh, it out and th- okay go good alright
2: so um, are you recording this right now or do I have time to like throw you in
1: there? I've been recording for like six minutes
2: oh that's great okay. <laughs> alright so I'll tell it as I'm still telling a story then so my wife's 10 year high school um, reunion party is in Abilene okay and um, I had a pretty bad habit of dipping, okay. which I quit not too long ago. Congratulations. And, thank you. And so um, it was me and her and a bunch of her friends sitting around the table, very nice, having the um, like dinner before everyone goes to like the football game type situation. Right. And so um, we're sitting there, and I decided to get a dip. And I took a beer bottle, and I pulled the, the label off of it, and I started spitting in it. And so I had a, a beer bottle I was holding that was half full of spit, warm, just disgusting tobacco spit. Yes. And there's this cute little blonde that was sitting across the table from us who um, had come by herself. Her husband was away traveling. I think he was in the military or something. And so we were just kind of watching over her and taking care of her and, and having her hang out with us.
1: But she's a classmate was, of, of your wife? She's a classmate okay. of my
2: yeah. So she was one of the, uh, one of the uh, folks that my wife graduated with. So um, anyway, I'm sitting there talking to uh, one of my buddies, looking to my left, and I've got the bottle in my, in my right hand. Well, she walks around us and for some reason grabbed the bottle out of my hand, and I thought it was one of my buddies taking it, or one of my wife's buddies taking it. Well, I look up, and she grabbed the bottle, and she took a big swig of it, oh, a huge swig of it. no. Yeah, and I go, oh, and she goes, I just drank. A Wait, bottle.
1: she drank, like, she, she actually, like, drank it and didn't just, like, vomit yeah, no, and she die?
2: she totally took a swig of it. Oh. Like, a huge swig of it. Like, it was beer. I was like, well, what are you doing? Like, that's my football. She was, I thought that was a beer. Oh. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So she sat down, and she kind of played like a champ for a little while. <laughs> like, I can take this, no big deal. Well, then she turned green, and then she ran to the bathroom. She threw up, like, for an hour. Oh. <laughs> and so, and this was like the very first part of the high school reunion. Yeah, we her haven't
1: even really started. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: so she had to leave. She didn't go to the football game. <laughs> she didn't go to the party afterwards. And apparently, was she was sick the entire weekend. But she drank probably half of my football. Oh, my. Uh, Lord. In front of like yeah. everyone, and uh, that was uh, that was pretty embarrassing for her.
1: Oh, that oh. Uh, Jack, just thinking of that, because I all my roommates in college dipped, and I think the only reason I never did. Was because of, of like of that and like how how many times I was the one that had to clean up the spill. Yeah. Like one of the things that uh, they used to do, where we used to do, I no 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 they this is not a we right. is you know the guys across the hall who you probably you might know no I'll, I'll tell you off air, but yeah. they would like fill up a full like sixteen ounce Dixie cup open you know with it has like the the paper towel and the, the spit and everything and all the clumps of, like, mucus and everything. And they would, like, lean that up against our door. So when we would open our dorm room door, <laughs> it would just, like, just glob <laughs> into <laughs> the door. And, that, and it wasn't just, like, that happened once. I mean, that would happen regularly. Like, the carpet right inside our door was just, like, black. <laughs> uh, so I've,
2: I've got another one like that, then. So my college roommate... In college, I had four roommates. We all dipped a lot. And for some wise reason, we decided to fill up a Route 44 Sonic cup <laughs> full of dip for the weekend, dip spin, which is just – you'd only do that in college. Right. So I was sitting on the nightstand, and me and one of my roommates uh, was sitting across the living room for me as we were watching TV. And he threw something at me, and I grabbed a pillow and I was going to throw it at him. And he said, You can't throw that at me because you, you hit the spit cup and it's going to pour everywhere. And I was like, I'll hit you right in the face with it. And he's like, No, you won't because you won't do it because then you're going to have to clean it up because you hit the spit cup. And I was like, I won't hit the spit cup. I'm hitting you in your face. So I threw the pillow, and of course, it hit the spit cup that was three quarters of the way full of spit. And he's like, Oh, told you. Now now you've got to clean it up. And was giving me a real hard time about it, and so I did. I started cleaning up with a shop vac, and the cool thing about shop vacs is they have a reverse. Um, so I'm cleaning up, and he's just giving me a hard time. He's like, "I told you, you dummy!" You know, I'm just I'm using kind words, lower.
1: Right. Something. Was it some? Was That's this roommate asked. someone that I know?
2: Um, no, I don't think you've met him. Okay. Okay. Uh, and uh, so our third roommate is sitting there going, "Dude, his, my buddy was named Andrew. He's like, Andrew, uh, you may want to stop." giving him a hard time because he's going to get you. Andrew's like, he can't do anything to me. He's having to clean up his mess. I told him he'd make a mess and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, as soon as I got done cleaning up the mess, I uh, got real close to him and took the, uh, the shop back, which was on the vacuum side, and put it on the exhaust side. So what happens when you put the yeah. shop vac in reverse <laughs> is that it spits everything out. Well, so I put it on reverse. Nothing's coming out. We start wrestling with it. And
1: uh, Like, because so, he knows that he's about, you know, like, yeah, it, what's about to happen. Right, right he's okay. about to get
2: slammed, yeah. yeah. So we, nothing was coming out, so we're wrestling with it, and I finally got it pointed at his face, and I slapped the tube. Well, as soon as I slapped the tube, it goes, and all of that snuff and spit and everything that was stuck I, in the tube <laughs> shot him right in the face. <laughs> and so there was Making an even a bigger mess of his head against the white wall with snub <laughs> splattered all over it, and it was in his nose and his uh, mouth and his
0: eyes. Oh,
1: my God. Oh, that's like, yeah. So you you go to all that trouble cleaning up the mess, only to create a much larger mess.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's tons of gross dipping stories. Oh, yeah, awesome. The, the reason you don't want to get into that habit.
1: Yes, yes. Well, that is going to, we, we are we are right out of time. So the Suburban on Fire... Uh, and then fun, fun with dipping, uh, really was the was sort of the the overall theme after the suburban. Were we all dipping while you were uh, doing the whole suburban thing?
2: Probably, probably, probably. I think it leads to most uh, most fun.
1: <laughs> so and, the title uh, of the segment could be Trump. "Dipping Dipping with Toby." <laughs> 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 Thank you. Toby, I'm actually going to be see this. If, if that
2: is your real yeah, if name. that is
1: your real name, I'm actually going to see Toby. Uh, see this. This show is coming out on a Sunday. I today I am with Toby, so uh, super time machine. Yeah, talk. we're gonna be hanging out this weekend, uh, and we'll talk more about what we're doing. If, if it's epic, it's a it's a big tournament of uh, of of competition and games and awesome you need to
3: explain that next show uh,
1: yeah i'll talk about it it's pretty ridiculous yeah it's it's pretty funny but uh <laughs> okay so it is now time for the assembly tip of the week and it is revolving around school lunches what i like about this, the tips of the week lately is like we just sort of talk about something in a general sense and then we sort of boil it down by the end of the discussion yeah so i went and had lunch with my kindergartner last week uh, and she takes her lunch. You know, we have posts on the simplyhumanlifestyle.com uh, page uh, on, like, school lunches. I think if you just search school lunches, a, a couple of things will come up. Um, so she takes her lunch, and it was just—I was just absolutely, like, part blown away, part just ache. my heart was just aching, like, watching, like, hundreds of kids come through the line and and leave the line with— like pizza, macaroni and cheese, a cookie, French fries and ketchup. Every every kid in the in the place had you know, and, and that's and that's you know, and you start thinking like, okay, what do we do about this? How can we fix this? We you can't go to the lunch ladies because they're going to say, okay, how how are you going to feed five hundred kids in like, exactly in like yeah. forty five minutes? Like how like cost effective and from a time perspective. And so, okay, do we go to the, uh, do we go to the principal? But he's like, he's dealing with funds from the state. Like, so to me, it's like, I I don't know where to, where to even start, like to, to fix that. Because like you you think about all these little developing brains and bodies, and that's what they're getting for the majority of their fuel and nutrition. It's heartbreaking.
3: Well, and it's, you can't, you got to start theoretically with the parents, but as you are learning, your wife is, is it was a, Before she was a college teacher, she was like an elementary school teacher. She
1: she she. taught early childhood, like head start. Yeah. Well,
3: there are uh, every class is going to have kids whose parents don't really care all that much. Like they look at school as like free, uh, you know, state provided daycare, and they're not going to be interested in what their kids have going on. And you know, but I I think it starts. I would say it starts with educating adults and parents, but. There's always going to be like a large percentage who are like, nah, now nah, just go eat at lunch because if you give your kid, what's easier, giving your kid however much a school lunch costs three dollars, or packing him or her a nutritious lunch? Right. It's right. always easier to give the money, and there's going to be people who take the easy shortcut. So, I I, th- I I would like to say that we're headed in the right direction because this idea that, uh, you know. Grains and sugars and processed foods aren't good for you. That's starting to become more mainstream. You're starting to see articles here, and you know there was a big one in the New York Times last week. Uh, but I don't know. It seems like progress is slow.
1: Yeah, and you know, like there, are really like three types of parents. There's like they're the parents that, like you said, really just kind of don't care, which is sad, which is one of the reasons why it breaks my heart. They're the yeah. parents that that don't know. And if they did know, they would, they would do something about it. And then there's the parents that simply like they, they get the, you know, the state pays for their kid's lunch and they they literally can't afford it.
3: Yeah. Well, that's another problem. Like, uh, you know, I think, I think you're right. I think the progress has to come with what the school provides because to hit the, the two sections of, you know, the ones that, that don't really have enough at home that, uh, you know, are, dependent in, in that manner i don't mean to, to speak bad of those people you know I, I get to run into those people all the time at, at work and it's 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 tragic uh but then the people who also don't care that it's a completely different story i right. think the the solution lies in changing you know how the schools do it you know right. but how, how do you do
4: that
1: how yeah do you, then like where in do you even a huge
3: machine like that and tell them like hey by the way this uh salisbury steak and this uh pizza we're not going to do that anymore we're going to have Fruits and vegetables and and real food.
1: Yeah, you know? and, they, and they, you know, like like in one positive thing, they did have like apples and orange slices and stuff. But no, not I mean, maybe one kid had an apple, and I remember at the table I was like. I, I can't remember the kid's name, but I was like, "Hey, you're gonna eat that apple, right? Go ahead, and try that apple." Yeah, I'm like do, doing what I can to like make sure the kid like eats his apple. And it's not and he just
3: he's picked the apple to throw it at somebody. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, you know, and it's not, it's not. A, I don't want anybody to hear me saying that and like me thinking or th- them thinking that I'm like looking around like condemning all of these families and parents. That is absolutely not what I'm doing. What my condemnation is on the system. Yeah. That has like they're really like because I'm sitting there like oh this is crazy and then I'm like okay. What, what could be up there? what could you cook in mass that, that could feed all these people it's it's hard you know and so so the tip of the week is whether you have kids or not and, and you're worried about the school lunch program or whether or not your state or country you know it might, it might be good it might be be better than than Texas um, but I guess the tip of the week is don't just like sit sit back and let And let things just happen to you. Like, you know, my my thing is I'm going to start trying to talk to principals and start talking to legislators and like seeing what can be done and maybe we can gain some traction and create some huge group that'll put some pressure on some of these people that, who knows, that we might be able to look back in 30 years and say that, you know, what we did and the pressure we put on X group made a difference. So the tip of the week is, is be proactive in helping others around you and don't just... You know, focus on you because at the end of the day, like it's it's about all of us in relationships. So,
3: exactly, I agree.
1: Cool. All right. Well, I I just had to share that. I know, like, just sitting there thinking, like, looking around, like, I got to talk to Rick about this on the show. Like, this is just, and you know, it's not like it's it's changed. That's how it's been for.
3: Oh yeah, years. I mean, remember what they're they're eating the same garbage yeah. now that when we were in school eating right. garbage.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I the know. Same stuff. Yeah, like every day, my ninth and tenth grade year in high school, I had chicken nuggets, uh, g- mashed potatoes with gravy, and like a bag of Skittles. And <laughs> and that, and that <laughs> I was I was talking to my wife about this, and and you know, my my parents would give all of us money like at the beginning of the week for lunch.
3: Yeah, that's what my parents would do.
1: And so Brad, my now like bodybuilder brother. Like saved his money, like he would get like I don't know three dollars or whatever it was. Well, instead of getting lunch for three dollars, he would go buy donut sticks for like seventy cents and save the two dollars and thirty cents. And he did that for like an entire school year and bought a weight set at the end of the school year. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like which the is most ironic. The
1: yeah, by the way. yeah. So anyway, so the tip of the week is you know don't just sit by and let things happen to you. Be proactive in your health, in your family's health, and in your community's health. So. All right, there. so let's wrap it up. Go to SimplyHumanLifestyle.com. That is the website. Uh, you obviously know how to listen to the podcast because you're listening to the podcast. I'd like to say to all the listeners, thank you so much for making us part of your day. Thank you for reaching out, all those that have, to, to tell us uh, that you enjoy what we're doing. Hopefully, we can keep it going and uh, and keep you know the quality guests coming. I know we have a well, episode 48 is a very special guest. We're still dealing with Shaquille O'Neal's people. Yeah, we're just
3: trying to get everything squared away, our people and his people, and it's, you know, just get everything lined up perfectly. So, But, but if, uh, you know, he'll be on. But so. if we
1: can't get Shaquille, I do have an almost as famous person uh, waiting in the wings to... to to, you know, we let him know whether or not we get Shaquille, if he's going to be on. And offer. Is it Michael Jordan? Uh, it's not Michael Jordan. I, I'm not going to say who it is. And then the, the week after that, episode 49, we have John Wellborn is going to be on. Uh, nine-year veteran in the NFL. He owns Well Food Co. And, and, uh, CrossFit football and all that good stuff. So lots of cool stuff coming up. I already mentioned the website. There's all the links to the Facebook page. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Lifestyle.com slash shop is where you can go if you want uh, to look at some of the like the seven T-shirts we have left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, also, yeah, like I said, again, there's a lot of things uh, out there, a lot of options. Thank you for making us part of your day. Please leave us a review, good or bad. We'd love to be back up on the iTunes uh, charts in the fitness and nutrition. Um, So that's going to do it for this edition of the Simply Human Podcast. And remember, what is one thing that you do to make life more enjoyable?
2: Well, there's always sex.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So until next time, enjoy yourself.